The trucking industry is crazy right now, and being a broker can be stressful. Managing our invoices, billing, collecting, carrier base, and cash flow can feel like an impossible task. But I can tell you OTR Solutions has figured out the impossible. They eliminate cash flow problems for carrier payments and ensure margin funding in just 24 hours with broker invoice factoring. OTR Solutions takes care of billing and collection processes with your shippers. And with lightning quick and accurate invoicing, your customers will never need another broker to handle their freight needs. Kick back, relax, and let OTR take care of your brokerage. If you want to know more, and I hope you do, check them out at otrsolutions.com slash freight hyphen caviar or text OTRFC to 80483 to see what they can do for your business. We've partnered with Ascend TMS, the world's most popular and top-rated transportation management system. It's the ultimate tool for all your freight needs. You can use our referral code RA-FreightCaviar! exclamation point to receive three months of Ascend TMS for free. It only takes 20 seconds to sign up and no credit card is required. You can click the link below to learn more. Receive $200 off your ticket at Manifest using our link today. We are excited to once again partner with Manifest for their upcoming event, Manifest Vegas, from February 5th to 7th, 2024. Dubbed the world's largest global supply chain and logistics tech gathering, it promises a unique blend of Fortune 500 supply chain executives, fresh startups, and tech pioneers. Be among the 4,500 plus supply chain innovators. And remember, by using our exclusive link, you can save $200 off your ticket. Don't miss out. Thank you, Paul, for having me on the Freight Caviar Podcast. Podcast. We've got Joe Clickus with us. I don't know if I should be doing this intro, but <laughs> let's get rolling. Yeah. Well, Joe, thanks for having us at the Custom Companies office here in Northlake. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Like when you entered the logistics industry in 08, how was the market like then? And do you see any like similarities between the market in 08 and maybe like this year? Lots of stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember coming in and you're absolutely right. Cause they were like, at the time you had a lot of businesses laying folks off and yeah. um, a lot of challenges. A lot of people worried about the business itself, the job. And I'd come in and I was, you know, learning from peers who were, you know, completely stressed about what was happening. And so, but I think through that, you know, the, um, through those challenges, you, you kind of, you learn a lot, you grow a lot and the strong survive. Yeah. And I got to work alongside some people who really worked hard for a living and were passionate about growing this company. And the owner himself, too, was he's very hands on. So to see him kind of push through that and we didn't lay folks off. We 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 knew that the product would survive. We knew the company would survive and we knew the structure of our business was one that would survive. And so witnessing all that firsthand, I think, made me a a better freight leader, better freight. At the time, it was just a freight sales rep. So mm-hmm. yeah. it made me better at what I was doing. And definitely builds confidence in the company at, at that time, kind of keeping the team, the group together uh, through through tough times like that. Yeah. And then, you know, withstanding a, a recession once, this time it's like, all right, we've done it before. We can yeah. do it again. And character. Character, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely. Last character. So I would love to hear uh, your thoughts, Joe, on the evolution of the market. So you came here 15 years ago. And I mean, you've seen it all for the last 15 years. What are like some significant milestones or changes that have happened or overall, maybe there have been significant changes Has the market with technology and overall like trucking stayed more or less the same. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think the evolution is, I mean, it it spans a a number of different directions. I, I get very excited about technology. So I love seeing all that enter the space. Um, I'm a firm believer that tech is a tool for the folks in this industry. So 
you'll never remove the human element. And it's not only the human element of the driver within the truck, but also the people that are involved in the transaction as it picks up and as it moves across the country, moves locally and reaches the, the final destination. So, you know, as technology enters the space and makes it easier for us to do what we do, that leads to our success within the industry. You know, it's an absolute necessity, but you also have things like e-commerce that has just exploded. And, you know, from a trucking company that, you know, we're mm. a B2B provider primarily, but um, you evolve. And as you evolve, you become more B2C and you have to adapt and come with all the challenges that do come with delivering to a consumer direct and um, meeting their expectations because the demand of the consumer is high. And, you know, you you got to you got to make them happy with the services that are provided. So. I think the, the big highlights, I mean, the, the economies, you're always going to have challenges. Okay. You're, you're going to see tough markets. You're going to see good markets, but to see the boom in the tech space and all that it brings to the table and to see the transition from B2B to direct to consumer has been a, a big transition for us. So out of that 15 years that you've been here so far, which technology that got you most excited to help you serve your customers a lot better? Mm, great question. So, I'm very proud of the more recent technology that has allowed us the ability to digitize the bill of lading right at pickup. Mm. Um, I, I'm big into data and that gives me access to data so that I can bring um, all these efficiencies to the operation. So we spearheaded that product with a technology provider and, and we've adopted it and it's in full production right now. So we're very happy about that. Joe, what is your current like perception on the, the state of the LTL market at the current moment? And what do you foresee happening in the future? I think LTL is in growth mode. You know, it's not significant growth mode. I think a lot of the LTL carriers are preparing for the economy to recover. We're optimistic. Um, we're excited. Um, I think, you know, 2024 is no mystery. It's an election year. Okay. And election years can swing a lot of different ways. Um, but I'm an optimistic person as well. So I'm hoping for a good, more balanced year. LTL is all of, there's so much to balance in LTL because we're always working on, you know, filling trucks, moving trucks efficiently and effectively. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, consistency is so important. So as it returns to itself and business norms start to increase and the economy starts to return itself, I think, you know, next year is going to be a good year. Now, where does the demand on the consumer go and who are the manufacturers? I mean, there's so many other components that relate in LTL that is not just making sure that my trucks have enough product in there. So sure. you know, I'm excited for those challenges as well. And I think that's what keeps us, you know, in LTL is every day is unique and, you know, every year is different. And you could say, you know, I believe this is, what's going to happen. But I think what does happen and those unknowns also um, uh, allow us to bring passion to this industry. Uh, and in terms of the growth of the custom companies, can you walk us through like the initiatives that you implemented to contribute to the significant, significant success that you've had here in the last 15 years? So I think our growth is attributed to the number of different things that we do. I think the, you know, what the client enjoys when they do business with us is um, a, a driver 
showing up to their facility and being able to collect whatever business that that they have for shipping. And if some of the needs are expedited in nature, we can service that. If some of the needs are volume in nature, we can service that. If some of the needs are are ground in standard and delivery expectations, we thrive in that. And so um, just having that approach to business allows us as things change within the economy, demands change, so the speed becomes more of a factor, or maybe demand shift and price becomes more of a factor, we're ready for that business and we could adapt very quickly for that shipper. So, you know, in those instances, I think we, we, we grow when uh, we're able to leverage some of our more brokerage nature tools. Mm. And because of those products and those technologies that we bring in from a volume perspective, we're very good in the market when uh, an order becomes eight plus pallets in nature. You know, we, uh-huh. we do very well out of Chicago and LA. Um, we do extremely well when the demand of the order becomes increased. And, you know, you have a number of stores to hit within a particular window of time in order to get uh, a marketing piece into storefronts. I mean, we, we have a very large facility here. We have a very large facility in California. So to take in, to, to take in that product, prepare it for order, and, and get it to the location that's needed, that's another thing we thrive in. So you're talking about an, an economy that is, is, is in growth mode and has a, a serious push on getting product out there, we excel. Mm-hmm. One that's building order to be cost effective, you know, we have a solution there. So in all of those instances, I think when, when we are getting our brand out there and a the shipper's leaning on us for a solution, those those offerings have allowed us to grow year after year. I'm trying to get a description of your ideal customer that you're looking for now. So yeah. I have a relationship with medium-sized businesses in the southeastern part of the United States. You're not going to say no to uh, our business. You're going to come and what, can you walk like maybe a three-step process of what it would look like if... Hey, I'm interested. I just watched Joe on the Freight Caviar podcast and <laughs> I'm interested. Like, how, how can their business help do something for me that others aren't doing today? Um, and try to help solve some of these problems. Now I know you, what you guys are specializing in, but you guys won't say no to grow and talk to me on your ideal customer and a three step process of it. If I came to you today, Joe, uh, what, what would it look like if I wanted to? work with you uh, on custom company. So I think the, the approach that we have, I mean, we're an opportunity driven company. Okay. So we, we really pride ourselves in being presented with a challenge and saying, create the solution for that challenge. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, those challenges exist within Chicago and Los Angeles because, you know, that's where, you know, we've originated as a business, but you're right. More often than not, we're presented with a particular shipper that we have a relationship with in LA and now they've opened up a facility elsewhere within the country. Sweet. And I think some of the tools that we've been, um, that have evolved within our brokerage now allows us the ability to provide service. And I think within your brokerage, correct. So I think, you know, um, where we leverage that uh, for the solution there too, is the number of relationships that we've had over the last few decades that have done final mile for us, mm-hmm. those partnerships are, are more than willing to, to support us and more than willing to entertain meeting the needs of a particular shipper that we've had a longstanding relationship or somebody that has just seen me on your wonderful podcast and said, <laughs> mm-hmm. this could be a solution for us, yeah. right? 
Mm. And I think, I think the beauty in that, I think over the years that the supply chain professional used to look for big providers to answer big, you know, challenges. Mm -hmm. And I think now I think the beauty is with, with data, the way it is, with technology, the way it is, you can come to the table and create a solution. You, you don't have to be this big provider. I mean, we're, mm -hmm. I like to think we're quite large, but we don't have the national presence of some of the larger carriers. Mm -hmm. Yet I could compete with them on presenting a, a, a competitive solution in nice. the markets of Charlotte, in the, mm -hmm. in the markets of any major city across the country. Um, like there's definitely potential there because there are industries like in real life that like, when we, we like the parking meter yesterday, downtown Chicago, like mm -hmm. you, you got a bunch better rate because you were able to get that. Spot app, hero. I went old school into, yeah, into yeah. that spot hero, right? Yeah. That was something you've got to automate. Um, but like trucking is very complex and that's a little bit hard to do. But there is, there is this like, maybe it could be done. I, I'm going to butcher this for sure, but there's this uh, metaphor I've heard about like, uh, you could, you could get the thunder or the lightning in, into the bottle, but like, but to capture it and like put the cork on, like you, you're kind of the throwing the lightning into the bottle, like the tact AI, like that's lightning in a bottle. But like, who's going to figure out how to put that cork onto it so that, like Joe said, it's actually like the customer actually likes it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I, yeah, I hate it when I have to call a, a company and I'm just on hold forever talking to robots. Yeah. Like, dude, right away, zero, 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 zero. On top yeah. of, Give me yeah. a human, you know? Yeah. It's a product experience yeah. pretty much everybody hates is picking up the phone and doing the, like, yeah. the dial one, dial two, or like, yeah. so until we become cyborgs, like it's going <laughs> to be hard, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, Joe, uh, I do want to touch on the topic about your relationship still with LTL Mega Cares because you, Visit all of them. Can you kind of take us like behind the scenes of like Joe's going, an alliance. going, going to visit like all these LTL mega carriers across the United States, and maybe touch on like the relationships that you have and how does that relationship look like? Well, one, I'm running an operation. I'm absolutely you know enamored with other operations. I want to know what's going on. How are they doing it? You know, how's their facility? I'm just. It's a curiosity that I, I don't think I'll ever overcome. Um, I think there's so much beauty in this industry to see, you know, the amount of people that it takes to really run a successful operation. And so let's plug that again instead of that technology. Mm, yeah, um, <laughs> more uh, jobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I think in in trucking, there's such an assortment of small providers to large providers, and the the truth is. We all work together in some way, shape, or form. That's right. So to um, old school in sales, I want to shake a hand. I want to sit down and talk. I want to break bread and understand your business and understand mine. And whether we do business together or not, to to, to be friends within the space is, is very important to me. Um, mm -hmm. For them to know our brand and what our brand stands for. And even in the instance of that provider, there's many trucking companies that will come to us for certain solutions. And... We're, we're happy to oblige and you know it, it's no longer this risk especially in the carrier space I think this risk of if they bump the dock one of my customers they're gonna get the shipping mm. and I think we can we can play well amongst each other and support each other without interfering with each other's businesses and I say that just from the perspective of a very small to mild relationship but there's again we're dependent on partners across the country to to do final delivery in many markets and they do a wonderful job and we wouldn't be the provider we are without them. If I'm a 
carrier rep, carrier sales manager with history, if I'm a customer rep, if I'm a tech guy, uh, what, what do you think makes you different from all of the other 3PLs popping up in the Chicago market, in the country? Like, I think we can all agree that there's a lot of changes going on in the game, the 3PL game. That's for sure. Right. Uh, with this economy, with, with that, like, um, nothing yeah. is certain. Everybody's trying to figure it out, especially with all like everything post COVID. Yeah. Ter- basically turn everything upside. We haven't seen this. We haven't seen this before. And so, uh, what, what would make, what would make it appealing for me to come to custom companies? Well, I think first is all the people, you know, the people who work for us are, are, I think among the best because they're well-trained across a number of different service types. You know, when you're talking a small to mid-sized shipper and things change within their world, they want somebody to have a solution and there's no, Nobody better out there than us to navigate that accordingly because we have it all under one roof. Uh, amongst that, you need to have a suite of technologies at your disposal to do so. So I think the beauty of what we're investing in in, the, in 2024 is a web environment that allows a shipper everything in one space. You know, if your shipment is, like I said, expedited or your shipment is, you know, cost conscious, mm-hmm. you can go to our website and be able to put in that pro number and and get any bit of information you want on that shipment. So I think that is beauty. I think the, um, you know, the, so we're, we're looking to bring it all together through one web environment. You guys have locations. Do you guys allow me to work remotely? I say I'm a customer rep with my own book of business. Can I come to custom companies and build a team? Uh, say I live in, I like living in the, near the beach is of Florida or North Carolina. Is that something that we could talk through and work out or no way, only an office? I think Tom wants a job (laughs) (laughs) on the beach for all the customer reps out there. Uh, I'm going to let him work for a beach. (laughs) I think can't scoop a beach to the beach. Books up great. I know someone that's done that before. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, we, (laughs) I mean, we're, we're an in-office employer. I Mm. think, uh, you know, we try to find the beauty in that because I think, when somebody comes to, to work for our company, they come to get different experiences within transportation. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to grow and become an expert in the space, there's very few places I think they can go mm-hmm. and gain the experience that they gain here. You're saying here's like an elite training ground to yes. become, yes. Uh, to do it well, do it right. Uh, if you want your customers to be really happy and um, you want that experience to learn and become elite. And also, if you want to take things seriously, this is the place. Which creates opportunity, too. Yeah. Because, you know, through that training, mm. through the, 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 the understanding and, and the experience within all those different modes of shipping, mm. you're, you're in high demand. And, mm. you know, to work within here, then you have that ability to grow. And, you know, I, I like to believe I'm a, a representation of that. You know, I came in 15 years ago. Sold for the company for two years, you know, became absolutely in love with this industry. And from there, just that's rare deal. Someone falling in love with this industry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, will, I think there's a hate love. Like, there is like a love hate to it. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, sometimes you get burnt out and, you know, there's, there's obviously like situations that occur that are very stressful. Mm-hmm. But Have you ever been stressed? Like, Joe? Uh, I think the, the <laughs> say no with the gray hair was <laughs> otherwise. All right, all right. Just making yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
I mean, that's what that's what uh, Joe started off the interview with. He's saying that the, the similarities between the 08 and this this year is the the stress, the stress, the high stress. Yeah, Joe, I'm wondering how many loads a day does the custom company ship? Total, like yeah. across all modes of across shipping? all modes, thousands, so thousands, thousands. You know, probably in excess of, I'd say. 3,000 shipments a day. Okay. Across, you know, you're talking expedited, you're talking local, you're talking cross-country LTL, you're talking volume, Mm -hmm. you're talking full truckload. So, yeah, it's a a lot of freight. So, when you started in 08, do you remember how many shipments were being shipped then? I wish I did. Okay. And, uh, I mean, at was that it still like a thousand? Do you think it was a thousand or something? Notebooks. Notebooks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, I was, you're just out there. I mean, that was the downturn. You're out there hustling, right? You know, yeah. you're out there trying to create relationships and trying to service clients. And I was still trying to learn the business. And I think in my career path, because I was so focused on learning more, you know, I, I, I wanted to gather, I wanted to be challenged that, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. You, you lose some of the information along. Sure. The weight, but you're not um, really focused on that then. No, I mean we we've we've enjoyed growth. You know what percentage of growth? You know I would I would if you're going to force me to guess, I I would probably say we were in that 2,000 2,200 shipments per day, okay. you know, 15 years ago, and we've grown significantly since. So. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Love to hear that. Um, awesome. Good stuff. Uh, let's to wrap it up. Uh, can you just kind of tell us a little bit maybe about what the custom company does on the side in terms of like helping out the community. Uh, I know that that's kind of something that there were, that you do focus on. Yeah. It's um, a, a lot of the charities that we deal with are, are near and dear to my heart. And um, the owner of the company, the founder of the company is very charitable. We have a foundation called custom cares charity. So, um, uh, you know, but, we not only promote it against a number of different charities, but we like to feel that all the employees embrace that same charitable aspect. So um, uh, we, we are all about giving back. We're all about being there for the community. I mean, hence the pride for Chicago, hence the pride for Los Angeles. I mean, the, those are our backyards and those are the people that we love. And, you know, we, I'm not going to go into detail on the particular, but, um, you know, there, there's plenty that are, are very near and dear to our heart. I love um, that. Amazing. Well, Joe, thank you back. so much. You got to get back, right? Yeah, of course. Um, thank you so much for taking the time Joe, to talk to us. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. Awesome. <laughs>